Hello everyone, this is Peter Stone and I wanted to welcome you to episode number 23, Stepping Up and Stepping Out, making 2017 your best year yet. Hard to believe it is December 11th already and uh, we're into month number 12, almost halfway through that month. So I thought in this episode, I would just check in and to see how your year went and maybe get you to ask yourself some questions and do a little bit of an analysis and and just take a look back, a little reflection. Did you really do what you wanted to do in 2017? Was it a rewarding year? And where did you move ahead, so to speak, just to do the things that you like to do? Did you get up? Did you get out? Did you maybe exercise a little more? Or maybe you lost some weight? And maybe you found another way to add to your income. But what's really important is, I think we all know deep within what it is that we really want to do. We do, and we, we often, I know, I know firsthand, often creating excuses of why not to do something. And it really is not rewarding for us, and it leads to kind of a ho-hum day, a ho-hum week, and maybe repetition, but sometimes repetition is really good uh, when you're doing something you really like. Uh, But the question is, are you really doing what you enjoy, What, what gives you pleasure, not just the pleasure, but gives you challenge and makes you deep and uh, dig deep uh, inside to to challenge yourself, to get some rewards in life. Because today in our society, I feel that we are kind of a quick fix. We're going in the direction of less time, instant gratification, I guess, is kind of the best way way to um, vocalize that, is we look for the quick fix or quick um, reward um, sooner and not willing to do the work, so to speak. There's a really uh, good book I got introduced to in November called Do the Work, Uh, by an author. His name is Stephen Pressfield, a very good author. And he he struggled writing books, as many people do, you know, getting distracted, not wanting to sit down and do what it was that he really wanted to do. And that was simply to write books. But he always found himself getting distracted and and finding reasons why not to sit down. I got to do this. I got to do that. And not making a real commitment to what it is that he wanted to do. And I think that spills over that he is not alone. He is probably like most of us 
that we can easily procrastinate or put things off. And there's a there's a few, a small percentage of people out 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 there in the world that can they put it down in their mind, this is what I'm doing. I'm gonna do it no matter what. And they do what it is they set out to do. And those are the examples I look at. Those are the people I watch. And in discovering that, it's not so much that I want to be exactly like them or other people want to be exactly like them, but what is it that they do to move ahead, to get a solid forward direction? I uh, recently uh, was speaking just a couple days ago to one of the fastest men in the world who won uh, in the Olympics seven years ago. Uh, and he had, he had pretty interesting messages. And uh, I, I actually watched him run just a couple days ago. And he doesn't run like a, like, normal people, I guess, in that sense, in order to be the fastest person in the world at one point, you must learn something that's just one step faster than that one guy behind you. And he did that. And, and it was really an honor and an education. I spoke with him and I said, well, my daughter, my daughter, Brianna, she runs really fast. And I'm going to go back. I'm uh, going back to Thailand to visit. And I'm going to check because there were a couple of things. And what I'm leading up to here is a refinement, refining what it is that we want to do, if it is running or if it is painting or if it is writing a book, how many authors struggle with finishing that book? I started it three years later. I haven't finished it, including myself. I, I wrote a half a book 10 years ago, and I still have that half a book. But I wrote another book in between, which doesn't write the book that wasn't finished. And so on my radar, I have finished the book in 2018. What's on your radar? What have you done in 2017 that, well, you, you can say, yeah, I did that. And a lot of things don't have to be big, giant um, goals or dreams. And if they are, that's great. But just accomplishing sometimes the mundane that we put off for weeks and just sticking with those little accomplishments, going to larger accomplishments and achievements and getting to where you really want to go. Because nothing worse in my mind to looking back at an entire year and having nothing actually get that much better. And again, I'm not saying that's the case for everyone who's listening to this by any means, because I know there are a lot of people that get out there and do it. And are we spectators all the time? I know we're pretty good spectators here in New England. We love to watch the game. But how much of us actually get in the game and put that much energy, that much energy into our own personal game? 
I mean, you can imagine the training Tom Brady has. And we don't, and we shouldn't, measure ourselves against Tom Brady. Look at, there's Tom Brady. I could never do that, and neither could I. So that's not where we measure. We just measure ourselves. It's so often we look at the other person and we say, look at all they've done. And I want to be like that person. But when we, you know, have the results, not be that person, but have the results, they're like a model. We model people who we respect and you see they're doing things that you like. I mean, Tom Brady's great for people who are in sports, just in life and just in business. Painting, writing. Tom Brady is persistent, consistent. Even the ball drops. He doesn't get upset and, and he just goes and does it again and does it again and does it again, knowing that with the practice, he's going to get it right. And he's got it right many times, as we all know. And so when we step back and look at ourselves, what stops us from our own greatness inside to connect with that? Because, again, stepping back, I know we know inside the things we really want to do, and we actually let people around us discourage us rather than encourage us. Oh, you can't do that. You'll never be any good at that. Oh, you're going to try what? That's nuts. That's crazy. Yeah, maybe it is. I think crazier people have more fun than people that walk on eggshells and are very careful about how they go through life. I think going through life should be should be a little, it's just me, okay? I don't play it really safe, uh, but I'm not sure there's anything called safe. I have a, uh, um, I have a nice safe job and, and stable, and there, there, that just doesn't exist. And so um, when it comes to us stretching and reaching out, the unknown, something I was studying last night about some notes at the beginning of the year, was fear. The things we fear and worry, it comes out to average about a little more than two hours a day. We worry about things that, and I'm going against my better judgment here by using that word, but I know that it connects and resonates with a lot of people. Worried about this, and I'm worried about that. And I know there's a lot of churches here in this area, and, and my account many years ago, my VP and my company said, Peter, I'm not sure, how, how do you do all this? How do you keep track of you know, 30, 40 people in your company and, and keep, the, keep the money and everything in order. And I never wrote a budget as such. I left that up for the accounting people. But it really comes to me asking this person, his name was George. I said, well, George, you 
go to church every Sunday with your family? I said, you should know the answer how the business continues to grow because it's not only getting the education and the structure of business, but it's also having the faith in yourself and that people will show up, God will show up, whoever it is for you, the universe, will show up when you put forth the effort. And it's just a truth. I mean, I know that, and there are plenty of people that know that, that having faith, uh, when you have faith in yourself, you know, there's another set of footsteps next to us at all times to help us when we're not able to help ourselves. We're always carried through. Is it always easy? No, we know it's not. And that's life. And that's the greatness of life, taking on the challenges. So I've been doing this program since the beginning of the year. Actually, I think I started it maybe in December of uh, 2016. And or at least I started that I wasn't going to miss it for this year because I saw the studio here, the TV studio, and I just said two and a half years before I sat into it, I came for some video training at this beautiful Cape Ann TV, and it did not have this podcast studio either when I first came here and looked and said, well, one day I'm going to sit in that desk, and it was scary, and I will share some of my life stories and some some things that worked and helped me get out of some pretty dark places. And I'll talk about that a little later because it's not like life has been a bowl of peaches for myself. It's been a hell of a struggle and a challenge. But I knew better than to ever quit or give in. And fortunately, I am walking today and talking today through some of the things I've gone through, which I'll talk about in another podcast, uh, that I have um, been able to accomplish a lot of things simply because I never gave in. I never quit. As Winston Churchill said many, many years ago, just never, ever, ever, ever give in and never quit. Because quitting is failure unless it's quitting something that is not doing you useful or not being useful for you, your life. Maybe it affects some people around you in a, in a less than positive fashion. So we have to observe what it is that we are doing, that we don't want to quit. I mean, sometimes if we're doing business and that business continues to lose money and just because it's something we really like and you just don't see a way out of it, yeah, sometimes you have to quit that and find something that you do like. Again, you know, do a, a little bit of um, soul searching and, and thinking which is something that with TV and the phones and music that 
I don't think we do as much thinking today as we did maybe 30 years ago without the distraction. So fast, flipping from Facebook to Instagram, all of these things, distracting us and keeping us, but not just keeping us, but maybe sometimes inspiring us into what it is that we want to do. But staying there all the time, we won't really accomplish what it is that we're after. We need time to think and reflect of what it is that we really want. So looking back over 2017, and if you jumped on for a ride at the, on this podcast or any parts of the TV uh, shows that I've done, or you've just engaged, got a little inspired on your own, and you're just joining in, what is it that 2017 brought you because of the efforts you put forth, because of the things that you really want out of life? And I know some people are just okay getting up and doing the same thing every day um, again and again and again, and it doesn't seem monotonous, and I'm not sure if that is because within what they do every day, there's a plenty of spark and fire, which we all honor and respect. But if we're out doing something because we think we have to and there's no other pathway to go, then I believe nothing could be farther from the truth. And those are the ideas and things that even if you are doing what it is that you love, it's still good at this time of year, um, at the end of the year, to review and, and ask yourself, rewarding 2017 rewarding so what did i do in january what did i do in february did things start to become ho-hum or did you find something to keep a spark and and i opened a book today and just wondered what subjects i might speak on at the end of the year and the book opened uh, a <laughs> crazy guy, uh, Zig Ziglar. It was just sitting there, st sitting on the shelf, popped out. I grabbed it. I opened it. And uh, I like being given messages. So whatever page I open to, I open to and believe that that's kind of the message for the day. And this message was enthusiasm. Enthusiasm. <clears throat> Excuse me. When we do anything with enthusiasm, I think you go and you walk outside, walk for 100 yards with your head down and your shoulders slumped and hanging your head over and not looking up much. And tell me how you feel if you are enthusiastic, if you're not and you do that i would ask that you actually lift your head up and put your shoulders back and look up high higher in the sky or on the horizon just the physiology itself makes us feel better 
And if you don't have that energy and life that you would like to have and, and go through the day or the week or the year even, unenthusiastic about life. And I know I've had some years. <laughs> I haven't been totally enthusiastic and I wondered why would I want to be enthusiastic if you knew what happened to me and and if you knew what was going on with me and what my friends and my family said and on and on and on and I'm only relating to excuses that we use to say why we choose not to feel enthusiastic or even good, okay? Because sometimes we look around and I, I wonder how a person makes it through a day with an attitude that they carry. A, a weight, it's like a burden going through the day. And the reason I do this program is because it doesn't have to be that way. I know what a burden is. I've been through like many people. And there's a way out. There's just a way out of all that stuff. And it takes effort. And we have to take responsibility for the actions and not have others tell us we can't because we can when we choose. So I would get the paper out. I'm a proponent of lists, if you've listened to any of my programs, and put a scorecard. So many of us, we go maybe... We go to the bowling alley. We have a scorecard. The score is important. It's not everything, but it's important. Golf. Go to the golf game. Keeping that score down. I mean, that's critical stuff. And other sports, you know, keeping the score. Really critical. So what about the score in our life? Are we keeping tabs on the score in our life? In areas of our finances, our health, our diet, stress, our, our physical weight. Do we know we're overweight and we're not doing anything about it? What's your scorecard? But... I mean, some people will sit down and they'll be on that TV watching that football game and they'll know the score and keeping track of it and picking up the newspaper, going online, knowing every single thing there is to know about that game and all the players. But when it comes to taking care of number one, get all that knowledge and everything, but man, it's so easy to forget about us when we get so involved in the external. And we know so much about the external, but what about our internal and our physical external? You know, measuring those and, and making, making that as at least as important as a Patriots game.
I mean, it's just a perspective that I don't think a lot of people actually take to look at, wow, I'm putting all this effort and energy into this, but I don't have time to go for a walk <laughs> or, or ride a bike or go for a swim or go lift a couple of light weights or it, just simple stuff. And that costs us, costs our family. And I've spoken of this before. And our stress. Um, so I'm just asking, you know, take a check on your money, your health, your physiology and your physical shape, your being, your energy. Because we are all moving forward. It's another year. We've got another 12 months of time with us. And as time builds with us and we move forward in life, some people expect certain things to happen. And I believe it's a choice as to how much energy we have at 50, 60 people, many people think, well, you know, it's kind of like I need to retire and stop doing anything. I, I think, I mean, I've gone past that, but I think, I don't even think I've reached my halfway point. And some people say, well, that's a good dream. Well, it is. And when I start studying science, I mean, life is just ex expended on and on. And hearing some people, well, who would want to live more years? Well, I do, because we're here as a gift to really enjoy life. I just, I just think it's our biggest gift. The sun shines, even on a, on a cloudy day. Find the sunshine. Find the love. Find the friendship. It's all there, just for looking. Lonely? There's no reason to be lonely. And a lot of people, uh, so people go to Florida, uh, they retire, go to Florida, and kind of check out and die because they get lonely. Nobody comes and talks to them. But do they actually get up and go out to engage with other people? No, you, you've got to have that spirit of life. I mean, that is probably as important as diet and physical fitness. I mean, it, there's a balance there. And a smile and a energized day and feeling good, even when bad things happen, we have a choice of how we feel. So we, it's not necessary to feel, you know, we can have moments of sadness or, or disappointment, but that doesn't mean we don't have to feel good and have energy and take that situation and turn it around or find the seed of opportunity in it. So not even three weeks until 2018. That's another year to step up another step, step out just a little farther. Doesn't have to be giant steps like crazy, and, and I would never suggest it. I'm going to go work out January 1st. I didn't do a setup for six months. Now I'm going to go do 50. No. <laughs> Painful. And it's going to be discouraging. So take it 
easy. Take it a little at a time. And then as you feel the energy build, give it all you got. Give it all you have. That's what we're here for. Creativity, writing, art, finance, whatever it is. And feeling good makes everything else a pleasure. So make your choices wise as we leave 2017 and get into 2018. Take time. You still have two to three weeks to sit down and think about it and, and feel some of 2017. We're going to get busy and we got to watch our food, but we need to have festivity too and fun. So this is Peter Stone, stepping up, stepping out, making 2017 your best year yet. And I hope that was the case. And we're looking forward to an outstanding 2018. Thank you very much for all of those of you that engaged. <music>